Welcome to Gutter Trash episode 352, Loose Ends. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. Hello, Jason. Well, hello. How are you? Pretty good. Yeah. 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 Feeling good. That's good. Yeah. Have anything to do with the cider that we just drank? We drink ciders. Yeah. <laughs> I like the ciders. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's actually kind of become my favorite summertime drink. Really? Now that it's warm outside. And I never really got into cider. Like, I used to have a lot of punk rock friends that were sure. into cider. But really? Yeah. That's but weird. I, you know. Okay. But, yeah. I, I was more of a beer guy. But, sure, but sure. Man, I've been enjoying the ciders yeah. this summer. I've, I've, uh, long been a fan of, of a cider. Mm-hmm. Um, does, does that make me punk rock? You're pretty punk rock. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, whenever I can, I usually prefer cider over almost anything else. Right. Except for hard liquor. I prefer hard liquor over all the time. Yes. Over water and everything. Yeah. You know what set it off for me is, uh, like a few weeks ago, I was at the D20 bar, a local okay. bar, a gaming bar here in Dayton where it's a nerd bar. It's a nerd bar. Yeah. yeah. Lots of. Nerds. Mangas and board games and dice and yeah, but uh, but I tried a ginger cider there. Mm-hmm. I just I was like, oh, that sounds different. I'll have a cider, and I had that, and I was like, that's fucking great. Yeah, and like that's basically all I've been buying when I go to the grocery to, you know, to get a little extra sure out around the house alcohol. Right, right. I've just been picking up cider, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. Every time uh, my my ex and I would go out, uh, you know, we used to go to this bar that had like seventy beers on tap or whatever, and I'd pretty much either always get a cider or a mead. Oh yeah, mead's great too. Yeah, uh, we then we once went to a different place where they had like you know a hundred things on tap or whatever, and uh, I think I got a cider there, and uh, like I drank, you know a glass and it was great and so when the waitress came around again i was like can i get another she's like sure and she takes a glass and she comes back with like a quarter of a glass full and she's like so i've got good news and bad news for you <laughs> i'm like okay she's like well the bad news is that this is all that was left of the cider oh no and i was like oh man and she's like but the good news is that uh since you killed the keg uh you know this one's free, and then your next one is free too. Nice. And right. I was like, okay. Yeah. So like I, uh, I found like a meat or something else on the menu, and so I got that. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a win. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I bought uh, the Angry Orchard Maple Seasonal Cider tonight, and that's what we enjoyed. And it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And. It really did give me like a taste for pancakes, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but I frequently have a taste for pancakes. Right, yeah. So yeah, sometimes just inhaling air gives you a pretty hank- much hankering yeah. for the old flapjacks. Yep. <laughs> Seeing a Mrs. Butterworth commercial. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. And that sexy figure. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why is why is it always racist characters for pancakes? Like there's like. Many of them. Oh, yeah, Aunt Jemima, Mrs. Butterworth. Isn't there, like, another, like, a, a dude? Like, some old... Uh, or I'm thinking of Uncle Ben. You're thinking of Uncle Ben, yeah. yeah. Um, Spider-Man is my uncle, yes. Yeah. <laughs> a racist character, if there ever was one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, did you ever see the movie or read the book Life of Pi? Uh, no. Uh, about the, uh, the Indian kid that, uh, gets, uh, like, you know, lost at sea, like, on just, like, a lifeboat with a, uh, a tiger that he has to, you know, kind of calm and then tame a little bit. No, it sounds really hilarious, though. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a laugh riot. Yeah. Uh, the movie, I, I've seen the movie, and it's great, but, uh, it, he names the tiger Ben Parker. Huh. In the entire time, I was just like. <laughs> Uncle Ben. <laughs> right. yeah. That's him. That's him, all yeah. right. Yeah. No, I, I haven't seen that. I've heard it's 
pretty award winning and good. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Visually amazing, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about that. No. We're here to talk about Loose Ends. Loose Ends, yeah, buddy. Comic book by Jason Latour, Chris Brunner, Brunner and Rico Renzi. Mm. Even the simple names are not sure how to pronounce. Oh, I found out that Fred Van Lint's name is Fred Van Lente. Okay. So we've fucked that up yep. a times uh-huh. on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Did, did he write you to tell you that? No, but okay. a fan of his work did. Oh, okay. Because right. <laughs> uh, I know he, uh, well, I don't know if he actually listened to the show, but he definitely retweeted my, my tweet about it. So Yeah, he likes he liked your crotch shot. He did, yeah, yeah. Both him and uh, Ryan Dunlavy. Right. Whose name we Dunlavy. probably are fucking up to. Rayon Dunlavy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I guess... We should just go back to episode one and just Re- re-record everything with the correct pronunciation, or just uh, put a disclaimer in the front of every episode that says we're gonna fuck up your names. Well, you know, this is a medium where everything is just in print. That's true. You know, it's not like we're hearing it and mispronouncing it. We're but reading it and trying our best. That's that is very true. If you blame anyone, it's the public school system. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's our fault. Nope. So, yeah, so so uh, this is an image comic, a four-issue series. Or at least it is now. It is now well, a well, four-issue. Should, should we do a little background on that? A little that's, background. That's kind of weird. I think I mentioned it, you know, uh, last week, but, but you know, you know me, I like to repeat myself. Mm-hmm. Except for, in, like, I like to repeat myself over several conversations rather than just multiple times <laughs> in one conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think it was 2011 or so, and uh, uh, the first issue of Loose Ends came out in sort of a, a magazine size, golden age size yeah. format. And I uh, remember that vividly because it was hard to store at our work. Yeah, like they were hard to; they didn't fit on any of the prefabbed comic size shelves. Right, yeah. Uh, I'm sure, yeah, and probably don't have uh, many bags and boards to, to go with it. Or, right. You know. um, but I remember seeing it on, on uh, the new new uh, comic book day uh, shelf uh, when it first came out, and I and, uh, thought the cover looked amazing, and, uh, you know, the, the size of it certainly grabbed my eye, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, flipped it open, and, and uh, just thought the art looked pretty cool. So I said, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and, uh, and get that. Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, and then uh, I think I put it on my my uh, my, my file card, mm-hmm. uh, and, and got the subsequent two issues. And then uh, and was it monthly? Uh, it was pretty close. I don't know if it was exactly monthly, but like it was at least slightly regular. Right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then uh, four issue series, only three issues ever came out, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna like hold off on reading these until you know all four issues come out, you know, because it's kind of how I prefer to do things. Right. And uh, I was like, uh, surely I'm gonna pick it for gutter trash. And uh, here we are five years later. Wow. <laughs> and it just came out. It, yeah. Yeah. Like, literally. Like, yeah. I think a couple weeks ago, right. the fourth issue finally came out. Of course, uh, they uh, re-released the series uh, starting with issue one again. Because, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, it had been years. Like right, four or five years in. And... Uh, so Jason Latour, you know, the, the writer of this book, uh, back then, you know, he was just making a name for himself, and, and certainly this is, I think, the first thing I had ever heard from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in uh, subsequent years, uh, he's uh, gotten a little bit of spike in popularity. So, you know, I guess, you know, capitalizing on that to, to re-release the series is probably a smart move. Sure. Because uh, cause people love the Spider-Gwen. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what yeah, it is. He is, he is the uh, co-creator of, of Spider-Gwen. Uh, 
Last year when I went to Heroes, I actually brought the first issue of Loose Ends with me because he and Chris Berner and I think Rico Renzi was even there too. Uh, <clears throat> and I could not get uh, into Jason Latour's line because it was fucking packed every single time I walked past it. Because Spider-Gwen. Yeah, yeah. Bi- she's big. Yeah, yeah, she's a little popular. And I also hear like lots of really good things about Southern Bastards too, which uh, I guess Jason Aaron writes that one, mm-hmm. but you know, Jason Latour draws it. Uh, <clears throat> so you know he's made a name for himself, and you know, why not uh, re-release a thing? Yeah, you know, especially now that it's uh, apparently completed. And, and they released it in comic book size this time. That they did. So I don't have very much OCD, but I have just enough where that really annoys me. Right. Yeah. The first three issues are are like magazine an inch and a half taller than the right. Other. Yeah. And and so like so I did actually get a chance to meet uh uh Jason uh at uh one of the Cincinnati cons last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I brought Loose ends number one, and uh, he he seemed really excited to uh, to sign it, as if uh, probably not too many people will uh, bring it to for him to sign. <laughs> and uh, I'd had uh, Chris Brunner sign it at uh, Heroes last year, and so Jason signed it this time, and then Rico Renzi was sitting next to him, so he signed it as well. Uh, and so I was like, so yeah, so. When's issue four ever going to come out? <laughs> He's like, oh man, we are working on it. There's big news coming soon. And this was, I think, back in September. Right. And I think like a month later, they announced that uh, Loose Ends was being re-released. And uh, the fourth issue was finally done <laughs> and coming out. He did, so he didn't say what was the whole... No, no. Yeah. I don't want to pry. Right. Yeah. And also, you know, I, I'm guessing, as with most independent books, uh, you know takes a long time to work on that you're not getting paid right right and you know people people gotta eat right yeah. sure and i'm sure you know as as well as uh spider gwen is treating him i'm sure you know it's not like he can pass that along to you know chris burner or right. Renzi to work for free yes yeah. uh so i imagine yeah they probably all just took paying jobs or whatever and then yeah, yeah, makes sense worked on it as they could my guess have no actual insight into that. But, right. uh, but it's here. But it's here. And so, so when the first issue was in, uh, here in Diamond, I was, or previous, I was, uh, I was like, well, you know, I have the first three issues. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, I just want the fourth one. But my, my first thought was, they're probably not going to be the same size. Because <laughs> it's an issue. Right? Yeah. yeah. Image occasionally does yeah. odd size like things. Like Ted McKeever, like all his, yeah. most no. of his stuff that he came out with yeah. uh, was magazine sized. Uh, so, so I was like, well, like, the part of me that does have OCD is not gonna handle having three, <laughs> having one size difference, you know, right. issue in a four issue series. Like, I would not be able to handle that. Maybe you could just read the first three with your arms extended and, <laughs> and the fourth one held closer to your face. <laughs> just to trick your brain. Sure, sure. Uh, so, I, I wound up buying all four issues uh, <laughs> of the Image, of the image uh, book because I need to have them all in the same size. That's so what you do with the other. I still one. have them. I'm going to keep them. Mm-hmm. Uh... In fact, uh, if I ever make it to any convention where these guys are at, I'll probably have them sign those two issues right. as well. Because uh, I'm sure me and 12 of the people bought them at the time. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like I said, I had no idea who these guys were. I just thought it looked cool. Oh, yeah. And said, yeah, I'll buy that. Um, so, so, so now that that wait is over, and, and uh, I have, you know, now two versions of three of the issues. <laughs> uh, it was finally time to read them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Southern crime romance. Yeah. That is pretty much exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's not lying to you. No. No. With emphasis emphasis on the crime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
I was just going to go ahead and say this may be one of the most beautifully drawn and colored comics that I have ever seen. You know, yeah, that's great. That's, yeah. I, like, from a visual standpoint alone, I love this comic. Mm-hmm. Like, it definitely is, like, top ten material for me. You know? Yeah. And you're not talking about Gene Ha and Alan Morris. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, the art reminds me a whole lot of Kyle Baker. But, yep. but just, like, maybe a little more grittier, maybe. A little grittier, a little more reined in occasionally. Not as cartoony. Not right? as cartoony, but but still definitely cartoony. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, totally Kyle Baker. Yeah. Like, I had the exact same thought. Right. Uh, Kyle Baker, before he got addicted to using Photoshop and yeah, 3D modeling oh, programs. Right. Forgot about that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Him and John Byrne have both been assimilated. <laughs> well, at least you can look at Kyle Baker and say, well, he at least he drew that. Yeah, that's true. In yeah. some format, he drew yeah. that. John Byrne did not. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, yeah, it is really a beautiful book. Oh, yeah, oh. absolutely. Like, there are just so many things in it that I love just visually. I like the way they do flashbacks and just how colorful like modern day oh yeah are. the flashbacks are probably the coolest like gimmick or, or yeah. trope or whatever where everything's like super uh zip yeah and, like you can tell it's a flashback right away right. you don't you don't have to like see a uh narration bar that says what year it is or yeah. it's yeah. just all of a sudden it has a completely different look to it yep yeah. and they keep going back to that because because yeah. basically uh it's about Drugs and uh, soldiers, right? And it keeps going back to Sunny and Reg. Is that their names? The, the, our, our main protagonist, his name is Sunny, and then he's got a pal named Reg. And uh, they were in in the war, yeah, in the in the nineties. I, I would say it's post nine eleven. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, there's the nine eleven thing. Yeah. So yeah, there's a there's a lot of flashbacks of them. Overseas right. and their dealings with with colorful characters. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's also some other flashbacks uh, with Reg, at least, uh, or, or at least uh, our, our main antagonists of the book. Uh, a couple of uh, crooked coppers. Yeah. 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 And uh, we see some some dealings with them, uh, you know, early on. Uh, yeah, and then so then, uh, just uh, like like almost every crime story ever made, uh, it's all about just uh, things not going quite right. Yeah, and and uh, right, and then getting a little screwy. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe it doesn't work out so well for anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, with that said, though, it does kind of remind me this like the actual story kind of reminds me of. Like a more confusing stray bullets. Okay. Like, like I found myself a lot of times having to, like, really like pause from reading the story and make sure I knew who was saying what and who each character was. Yeah. And like, I I honestly felt the story, the way that the story was told, was a little more confusing than it probably should have been. I get that too. Uh, like there, yeah, there were definitely parts where I kind of lost track of who was supposed to be who and what side that they were yeah, playing. Right. And, you know, and it doesn't help that like we see one of the crooked cops in a flashback with a different cop, and then in the modern era he's got a different partner, different hair. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, and just like certain things where, like, we're kind of shown something, but like no real lead up to get us to that point and so it's almost just like you're thrust into a new scene with no setup whatsoever yeah and it can be jarring yeah Yeah. i mean it's not terrible it's just not at all it's just like it takes a little more focus than like i think i read them all kind of like late at night after work and i was just kind of like tired right right trying to remember the previous night's read and yeah um i think i read like two of the three because because i let you borrow the comic size one and i i read the magazine size mm-hmm. ones and uh, i think i read like two of them like while i was doing laundry at like four in the morning 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I do feel like it would be a, a much better read if I read them all at once. Oh, I think yeah, I read yeah. like one a night or something, but um no, it was it was good, but I would say ninety five percent of my enjoyment was for the artwork. Um, yeah, I would agree with that too. And then yeah, I did enjoy the story as well, and, and uh, I liked most of the characters. You know, uh, you know, some of them are kind of a little too scummy uh, at times for my tastes. All right, but you know, I mean, that's just you know, not every character has to be likable. All right, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like when you read Garfield, you're like, John's a great, a great guy, but that Odie, yeah. just unlikable. He is an asshole. He's always licking people. Yeah. Yeah. Just not it works. getting a clue. I mean, the dynamic works. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Alan Moore of the Sunday Bunnies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I think this is one, though, that's going to be hard to talk about the plot because you know, I don't really want to give much away. Yeah, about it. yeah, because it's kind of like, you're not sure what's happening when it starts. And right. If we're uh, spoiling it, right. then, then, then you know what's happening. When it yeah. Starts. yeah. Uh, but, but it's about drugs and crime and romance and guns. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but uh, yeah, then, then there's also just a lot of uh, you know dealing with uh, you know things that are right in my wheelhouse, uh, like depression and nostalgia and uh, you know uh, regret. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like yeah. trying to make things right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Like the end, I think there's a, a quote towards the end. Let me see if it'll, if I can, if I can read it without spoiling it. I'm trying right, to remember right. what the quote is, but it's uh, like basically leaving things. Uh, I don't see it, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Oh. I think one of them says don't look back or something. Yeah. And I mean, that, like, it's not like the last panel of the story right, or anything, right, so it's right. not a big spoiler, but basically it's saying like, you know, maybe sometimes you can just walk away from stuff going like, man, that was a bad scene and I should just never, never, right. never visit that again. And like, you know, right. n- don't like bury it in the back of your mind and let it fester, but just, just let it go. Yeah. You know, that's really good advice that, uh, no one no, I need to follow. Yeah. Yeah, but probably never will. It's a hard, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. It really is. Letting things go. Yeah. Um, I do think that, uh, you know, I think I definitely agree with you that, that this is probably best read all in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, because there's stuff in, like, the first issue that you're just like, okay, well, this is setting the story in motion, but then in, like, issue three or something, we, like, learn a little more about like you know there's a flashback and we we learn you know about some of these characters like in their high school days college days or whatever oh yeah and, yeah that's uh, great i think there are things in there that kind of hint towards stuff that is happening in the the uh modern setting right that uh like kind of makes everything all the more tragic yeah right you know? Yeah, uh, like relationships. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's. I think some of that kind of stuff. The background of the characters could have been more expounded on. Like a lot of times when we read a book, I, I remember I've, I've noticed a lot of times I say it would have been better if it was been a short story. Right. I actually think this would have been better if there was like one or two more issues. I think I agree with that too. Uh, of course, of course, that would have been ten years from now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like I think just fleshing out some of the some of the characters would have helped me like the story as much as I liked the art. Right. Because, because like the art, I'm like I have zero problems with anything in oh, the yeah, artwork. It's absolutely. great. Like it, it's a great use of color. There's cartoony elements, like yeah. like when people get hit over the head. There's like birds and things. <laughs> Stars. But, yeah, yeah, but not in not in like it doesn't take you out of it and turn it into a, a cartoon. It's just. Yeah. It just well, has those elements. It, I mean, it helps that the art is cartoony to begin yeah. with. Like, if it was, you know, like, you know, uh, Greg Land drawing it, mm-hmm. and then suddenly there's, you know, <laughs> stars and birds well, tweeting around. Well, I would have vetoed that before we started reading that. As well, you should have. <laughs> but, right. you know, it's not a super realistic art style right. where something like that takes you out of it. It's, yeah, it's weird because, like, the art style, it's hard to, like, pin down because it is really cartoony, but it's also really gritty. Yeah. 
Like, it's not cartoony in the way, like, if the listener's thinking of, you know, like, a comic strip. Like, right. it doesn't look like that. It has, like, a lot of brushy, <clears throat> moody, yeah. like, kind of dark spots, too, but but it is real, like, kind of exaggerated. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's great. Oh, it's super amazing. Like, yeah, and, and the coloring. Like, literally, I don't think I've ever read a better colored book than yeah. this. Yeah, I, I couldn't argue with that. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah, like, just everything from how, you know, you know, just, just everything that's set in the modern day, just how that's colored, like, with these oh, bright, yeah. vivid, like, blues and pinks and, and yellows, and it's just amazing to look at. And then, like, going to the flashbacks where it's just kind of monochromatic yeah. and, and zip-toned. And it kind of reminds me of, like, a digital, like, modern coloring version of... Like when you, when you look at like Electra, uh, this assassin or whatever, right, yeah. like how? Oh, there, there's a very Sinkovich element to yeah. this book too, mm-hmm. uh, which which of course I love. Yeah, but yeah, it's like if if Kyle Baker and Bill Sinkovich had a baby, you know, with modern, you know, and, and why not? It's diversity month. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pride month. Pride month. Yeah. Pride month. Yeah. Uh. But no, yeah, like like I, I would say that's probably two of the the biggest styles that I see in this book. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, it's a it's a little bit uh, Walt Kelly meets Rob Liefeld too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see whatever that looks like. <laughs> um, no, it is beautiful though. Like yeah. everything about it's beautiful. Like just the layout like the way the panel borders are done the oh, colors yeah. like every page is is beautiful in this book yeah and even when it's just characters you know standing around talking like it's perfectly framed like i mean just it's so well thought out and so well put together like you know it's kind of one of those things where like i've never heard of chris brunner before this book i don't know I could not name anything yeah. else that he's done other than this. Yeah. And yet here it is, like so like perfectly formed. Oh yeah. It's like where did he come from and why isn't he doing more? <laughs> is it no relation to Frank Brunner that you know of, right? I I don't think yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, it's a fairly common last name, right? I've never I don't know if I've ever heard of another Brunner. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful stuff. Yeah. It it does kind of abruptly end where I was like I thought something else was going to happen right. because it kind of has like, you know, you know, kind of a finally like a finalized like scene or whatever. But then it, it continues for a second and you're like, right. oh, there's going to be like a little twist and then the credits roll. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Just, there's not. Yeah. I think that just kind of amplifies just how tragic the entire story yeah. you know, goes basically. Yeah, it's like crime doesn't pay kids. It that's what that's yeah. the the gist of the story is like these people get involved in something and we don't want to spoil it for you, so we're not going to tell you much about the details. Right. But uh, yeah, I'll, crime doesn't pay, even if it's for a good cause, right? Because it's kind of like they were trying to do a kind of a good thing, sort of. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know so much about that, but they were. I think it was just one of those things where like. You know, Sonny, uh, the main character, is sort of reluctant to to get involved in the first place. Yeah, uh, I guess we talked into it. Basically, yeah. black, almost blackmailed, almost, almost. Yeah, but not really. But uh, you know, he he does eventually do it, and uh, there's other events that happen that uh, sort of spurs him to at least get the job. Right, and, and like some some tragic accidents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People die that shouldn't have died. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there's, uh, there's a lot going on. And yeah. I don't and we can't really talk about it. We cannot. Yeah. 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 Like, cause we're, we're not trying to be purposely vague here. It's just we don't want to spoil the exactly. actual story. Like if this book sucked, I would have no problem. You know, yeah. It. Right. But it's good. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the story gets a little confusing here and there, but that doesn't necessarily make it bad. Yeah. It's just, you know, it could be clear. Yeah. And then, like you said, I think, yeah, another issue probably would have helped pad it out a little more. Yeah. And then, like, there's just, you know, some. Just clarify some stuff and, and maybe yeah. give some extra meat to the characters mm-hmm. so that when 
all the bad shit happens, we feel extra bad. Y- yeah, see? <laughs> I like feeling things. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I wish I could turn this off. You want to be like like a, like the android from Star Trek? Uh-huh. Data, I believe his name is. You sure? Yeah, nerd. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. I'm sure Image will do a collection of this. Right? Oh yeah, I think the trade's coming out like next month or something mm-hmm. like that, uh, which I highly recommend. If if anything, just to look at the art. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And no offense to to Jason Latour, who is also a fine artist in his own right. Yeah, he is. But uh, man, Chris Brunner and Rico Renzi are just an unbeatable team on this thing. And, and hopefully that's in the trade too. But in the back of these single issues, there's there's like. Sketch pages, yeah, and, uh, and process pages. Those yeah. are great too. Which were not in the original version. Oh, they weren't. Well, yeah. oh, well, so it gives you some yeah, reason, reason to own this one. Yeah. Uh, but also, I'm gonna just go ahead and say this: if uh, if uh, these three guys want to go ahead and just uh, start a Kickstarter to get a uh, um, original format version of issue four uh, out, just oh, that issue. Yeah. Well, I would totally buy it and back it up because wow. uh, it looks better, bigger. It does. Well, there's that, and also, you know, I want to have a, a, a symmetrical right. collection. Yeah. <laughs> then you could get rid of one or both of them. Exactly. Yeah, you I could would, sell would, these. I'd probably get rid of the, the, uh, the, the comic size there. versions on it. Who was it? The you who published uh, it? Twelve gauge. Twelve gauge. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, I think I they're still around. I think they are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian Stelfreeze is involved, so yeah, yeah. Well, another person I did not get a chance to meet at Heroes last year. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, but you know, I'm serious. Like, if they ever did that, I would totally. I'm sure. Oh, I believe you. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I really don't want to spoil anything in this one. Yeah. So. If you like crime stories and you like beautiful art, this this book is for you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. If uh if you're not hooked by the art alone, then uh you are dead inside. <laughs> or you just have terrible taste. Go read your Grigland comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What he, what he said. <laughs> Alright, wanna take a break? Yeah, let's do it. Okie doke.
just left town for a week So we waited there and we stashed all down to the riverside Hey, welcome back to Good Trash. Hey. Yeah, man. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. This hot fucking room. It's it's warm. Yeah. It's not very warm outside, but that's weird. We should have done this outside. We should have. Yeah. Wish your neighbors listening to his music on his porch. Oh, yeah. We can listen to some old uh, 70s rock. You know, it's weird, though, because I actually walked here. Like, I've, I don't know if I've ever walked here before. I've mic'd here, and I've driven here. And right. I've been given rides here, but sure. I walked here today, and I I don't think I even heard the music until I was about a house away from this house. Really? Yeah. Like, I always thought, because I, when I drive by, you know, I, it just seems like you can hear it, but you're driving back right, yeah, yeah. So, But yeah, I, like, I didn't hear it at all until I was like, is he not even out there? Like, I remember thinking that. Right. And then when I got about a house away, there's this dude that sits on his porch um, he's a real character. He's like a Twin Peaks character. Yeah. Because he, he has an eye patch. Yep. He uh, has like incense burning, <clears throat> a giant Superman flag, and a giant Cincinnati Bengals flag. Yeah. Well, most of his porch is uh, Cincinnati Bengals paraphernalia. Oh, yeah. It's, his porch is even painted blue, or what's it? Orange and black. <laughs> so say blue and white, just like the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they are they are blue a lot of times because they they're always blue. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, he's got like a, an orange and black dune buggy out <laughs> on his lawn. He didn't. I don't remember seeing that today. Uh, it, it's always out there. Is it? Okay. Yeah. How how would I miss a, a dune buggy? I, I mean, don't I, know. I believe I probably did. Yeah. But, but, well, it's there. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I kind of like because I forget what song was on, but it was like a song that I know the lyrics to, and I was kind of like nodding my head along with it, and like. Yeah. You know, and I think he looked over and he kind of gave me a nod. Yeah. He didn't say anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he, uh, yeah, he always sits on his porch. He listens to his music very loudly. Yeah. And he's always watching TV out on his porch with the music. <laughs> but, like, the TV's muted or... I guess. Maybe, I he's, maybe he's watching football. Uh, I mean, it's not football season. Right. Maybe he's watching old tapes of football. Could be. Could be. Maybe he was watching... Uh, I don't know what's on TV anymore. I would definitely rather... Maybe he's watching the new Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah. He's longing to be a part of the cast. Yep. I, I think if I, I was watching... I could have been Dr. Jacoby. Yeah, yeah. Hey, good. He totally could have. If, if I was watching football, I think I would enjoy it more if I muted it and listened oh, yeah. to the old yeah. classic rock really loud. I actually found uh, that... I. I actually kind of enjoy watching football as long as I am doing something else. Really? Yeah. It's my least favorite sport to watch. Oh, like, I don't like it, but, mm-hmm. like, if I'm drawing or reading mm-hmm. and football's on, it's fine. Right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it. Right. But, like, if, if I just have to sit there and watch football, I will murder a person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's, like, an... Like an early memory thing. Like I don't know what the early memory would be, but I know I've always hated it. Um, well, like, we are gay. We are totally gay, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Um, but I like so I like watching some sports. I have fond memories of watching baseball all the way back to when I was a toddler. Yeah. Um, I always liked watching basketball when I was in high school and beyond, and hockey. Now I like watching hockey, but never once there was not one football game in my entire life that I enjoyed watching ever. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, definitely not something that I want to do every week or anything like that. Sure, but, yeah, like every like year, yeah. I can watch a football game as long as and it's not the Super Bowl because we're always recording exactly, podcasts. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know, just I enjoy sports live, mm-hmm. like like going to like a stadium and seeing mm-hmm. you know a game being played. It's, it's, it can be fun. Uh, I don't know. It's so crowded and expensive. That's uh, see. That's why I like going to I like hockey games in right. Dayton because hockey's not popular in Dayton. Right. So I mean, so so unpopular that the team doesn't even show up. <laughs> yeah, the one time we went, <laughs> that was hilarious. But usually there's like so much elbow room at a hockey game in Dayton. Right. Um, so it's like you know you don't feel claustrophobic or I don't either. Yeah. 
Well, to be fair, I haven't been to a uh, an actual sporting event in twenty some years. Well, your dog fights. I mean, you can. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those well, are, but I'm, they're in your basement, so you don't. And I'm the like manager, right? So it's not like right. I have to be in the crowd. That's true. You know, I'm just yeah. watching over everything. You're in the alley outside counting your money, yeah, wall, exactly. So you don't get sprayed with blood. Just like when you were a punk. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Same exact scenario. Just It was a pretty easy transition. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. A lot of the same customer base. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's good to have like, you know, people follow you from job to job. It knows oh, yeah. they yeah. Yeah, it means they care. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm looking to branch out, you know, but like can I afford to do this? Right. You know? You've already got to build a customer base. Exactly. So it was like, I had to talk to them. I was like, listen, you know, it's basically like taking investors. Right. They're not really investing. Yeah. They're just going to remain customers of mine. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like, I, I used to have a friend that worked at a video store and then when he, you know, started working at a, CD store. I, I still shop there. Sure, sure. I bought CDs from. Them yeah. So. Same thing. Yep. Hey, you know, I uh, used to have a comic book store like literally half a block from my house when I was living at home, and uh, that guy got bought out and uh, went to work in like a very inconvenient uh, uh, comic shop. And I was like, well, you know, I'll I'll be loyal to this guy, right. and drove. 40 minutes out of my way to oh, get geez. comics every week. For a long time? Mm, not very long, because yeah. he didn't last there a long time. Uh, yeah. Well, inconvenient spot is probably part of it. Yeah. 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 I guess there's a new comic shop that opened in the Dayton area. What? In uh, Inglewood. Oh, that's barely Dayton. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I hear it's like the size of this room, which uh, is not very expansive to those yeah. listening. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of talk about tiny comic shops lately. Yeah. Like, like my friend uh, down in Florida, she uh, shops at a store that, you know, is not much bigger than this right. room. Uh, our we, friend Joe. Our, yeah. our friend Joe came to visit, uh, and uh, he said his new comic store is, is not very big either. Well, it's all it's all like that. Like, you know how people used to drink giant mugs of coffee, and sure. now it's all espresso shots. Uh-huh. Uh, it's yep. like, That's exactly. It's, uh, it's all just getting smaller. Yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, uh, I don't know, I guess it's probably lack of back issues selections yeah. is probably what does that. Yeah. And, and I guess, you know, I mean. Yeah, if we just carried new books, we could fit in this room. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and no magic cards or Pokemon plush. Exactly. Your sports cards, your toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I would miss all that stuff. Even the sports cards. Really? Yeah. Or even magic? Even the sports cards. It just, it, I like the uh, variety of people that walk in the door, because sometimes we play the game, like, like this is this happens a lot where me and Keith are there on Mondays, and Monday's like the slowest day, right. which is why like three of the shops in the Dayton area are closed on Monday, right. but that also funnels the people that are interested in our stores, so that's good, but anyway, sometimes we'll see a guy walking through a par- parking lot, and he, he looks like you know, he's heading towards our store, and we play the game like, what what kind of customer is this guy? Like, if we don't recognize him, you know. Right. Like, it's a pasty white guy, so it could be comics or magic. <laughs> See, no backpack, so I'm leaning towards comics, but right, right. still could be magic. Yeah. Mm, and, then, and then, He goes know. and buys a cell phone. He goes over next door and buys a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we play that game a lot where we try to guess. And it's fun, like, the diversity of customers. And yeah. Seeing them interact, like, like, sometimes there'll be a really nerdy, excited comic person in, like, talking about, like, you know, some Thor toy he just bought, and he's, like, all excited, and he buys his books, and he leaves, and there's a sports guy lingering up front by the cash register, and he kind of, like, you know, like, gives an eye roll, and, a, right. like, I can't believe that guy's so into that stupid thing, and then he spends, like, $80 on a piece of a basketball the size of a penny <laughs> that's attached to a piece of cardboard. So, you know, everyone's weird. Yep. They're all nerds. They're all nerds. They just, yeah, some of them don't know it. Yep. Or don't admit it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I know you don't really like talking about your personal life, but oh, yeah. uh, there, there is something that I'd like to bring up if I could. Uh-oh. Is uh, it my face tattoo? It, well, I mean, 
I was going to talk to you in private about that, but it's really great. Yeah, it's yeah. your likeness. Thank you. Yeah, I, I had I, it I'm flattered. Yeah, yeah. I had done that way. If you ever become president, I could be your bodyguard, uh, and yeah. people would shoot at me first because they think I'm you. Sure. And you know, uh, at this point in time, I guess there's any possibility I could be president, <laughs> right? Why not? Why the fuck not? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the world is upside down. <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I would protest if it just wasn't so dreamlike and bizarre and right? insane. It is like a fever dream. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but no, I was going to mention that uh, you you recently had a major life change. I did. You had your first full sized comic published. I did. <laughs> it, it well, it technically doesn't come out until next week. Yeah. Um. But by the time the listener hears this, it'll be yeah. that'll be last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Defenders of the Planets number one from yeah. Sparkle Comics. Heck yeah! Uh, you, you had a big uh, to do yesterday of uh, getting the box and, mm-hmm. and then opening it up. Yeah, and and uh, giving copies to to close personal friends. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and 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 members of the Sparkle team. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. They they aren't all close personal friends, but they're business motto. associates. That's it. But the motto, uh, I I like all those people, but uh, some of them I've only ever seen at Sparkle related events. Right. Yeah. yeah. But the motto, <laughs> friend, we're, we're friends. You know, <laughs> I'm friends it's with friends, fun by the fans. Friends making, friends making comics for, for. We're fans making. <laughs> I can't remember. I've had too many ciders. <laughs> but we are all friends and we're having fun. And somewhere in there, there's a fan. <laughs> I just can't remember what it is right now. But but no, it, no, it's like I I really do consider all those people friends. There's a couple of them I I never knew until we started the whole sparkle thing. But um, it is. It's like a little fun bullpen of weirdos. I like it. But yeah, we had our unboxing event and we opened Defenders number one, including your variant cover. Yeah. Eric I did that. Eric did a variant cover. Yeah. And there are only 30 copies in existence. Wow. And they are only available at Mavericks Caribbean Comics. So if you live out of state, you're fucked. Yep. You're fucked. Yeah. Or you could send us money and we'll send one to you. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, fucked. Yep. If uh, if you if you have a close personal friend who uh, knows Mavericks, then you can tell them to go get you one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Or you can just send us money. Yeah, yeah. Except, uh... <laughs> oh no. What so happened? so last night after the the unboxing event, I, I came home and uh, I took a picture of of the two covers, yeah, yours and mine together, and, and uh, promoted it on on the Facebooks and all that. Sweet. And uh, you know, so my, my pals uh, Jason Young and Matt Brassfield uh, just uh, published their their new comic, and uh, it's going to be available next week. And uh, there's a variant cover by by yours truly available only at Mavericks Cards and Comics. And uh, and I also sent that to, to my friend who lives in Florida, and, and uh, she was like, "Oh, that's pretty sweet." And she was like, "I, I definitely want you know your cover." And she's like, but I went to Maverick's uh, website, and it doesn't look like they have a store. And I just laughed and <laughs> laughed and <laughs> laughed. <laughs> yeah, she'd have to email us or call us. Probably. Yeah. I, I told her I would uh, try to get one held aside for her. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you email Mavericks or get in contact with Mavericks in, in some other form uh, other than their website, send us, a, send us a letter. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but send it fast because uh, there's only about uh, 25 copies yeah, left. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 we sold a few. But uh, the regular cover, there are plenty of those available, mm-hmm. and uh, Sparkle will have that on their website. Yeah, we only have like 10 or 12. I forget how many we bought, but but I'm sure uh, yeah, Sparkle will have some for a while. Absolutely. And uh, your your finer Dayton based comic shops will have it as well. Mm-hmm. And Mavericks as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Bell Book and Comic and Superfly and Jim and Dan will have it. I don't know. Like, I don't think Epic Loop has it 
I don't I don't know if we ever sold anything to them. Why would you? They're more of a game store that yeah. just has a few comics. Pretty much. Um, I don't know if you need more comics. Yeah, there's there's a bunch. There's so many comic shops in Dayton. It's crazy. That's the one uh, on uh, Brant on Brant Pike. Yeah, it's just mm. like we have Dorothy Lane Market, not on Dorothy Lane. Right. Yeah. Um, Two Dorothy Lane Markets. Neither are Dor- near yeah. Dorothy Lane. Yeah. One of them is near Dorothy Lane. Well, but, okay. But yeah, yeah, it is confusing when you name something after a street. There's like, like there's a suburb of Dayton that's, I mean, it's maybe like a 15 minute drive from Dayton called Bellbrook. Bellbrook, sure. Yeah. And uh, right by my house is Bellbrook Auto or right, something. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess the guy used to live in Bellbrook. I don't. It's just <laughs> like people don't take advice from us generally. Right. But you could probably not name your business after a city that or a street that, that you don't live in or on. That'd be that'd be good advice. I mean, I guess if you start the business on a place and then you have like yeah. like like we were talking about with my my pimp to your dog fight, right? Yeah, you you have a loyal customer base. Yeah, and if you wind up moving because your business has grown, and you want to keep the name for familiarity, so right? That's true. That's true. It's just it's just confusing though. Right. I mean, Mavericks is no longer on Mavericks Road, so... <laughs> no. Yeah. It's true. Uh, uh, but no, yeah, that, that was uh, very cool to see. And then uh, I read it last night uh, when I got home. and uh, It's it's very fun, and, and uh, it's very different than any other comic you've ever made. Yeah, it totally is. Like, I usually draw not... Uh, like I usually draw autobiographical stories, generally with like, you know, semi-adult themes, right. um, and a lot of humor. Yeah, humor. And this one is like not funny. It's it's uh, well, not intentional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, there's there's a character named Baltard. Oh yeah, there's a, uh, yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> Baltard. <laughs> And we didn't come up with that. Somebody else did. Yep. So yeah. that's weird. But, but, and it, yeah, it's not it's not supposed to be funny. It's not um, for adults. It's all like all ages friendly. Right. Um, I mean, you know, adults could read it, but it's sure. I would say it's more geared towards like like teens or younger. Pre-teens, yeah, yeah, preteens. Yeah. Um, and it's like fantasy and like action, which yeah. usually in my comics the most action is like me riding a bicycle right. before I cry. Yeah, and that, that literally, or off. yeah, or your, yeah, and those are all actual scenes from Vigil. Um, but yeah, this one's like sword fights and, right. and like you know monsters and stuff. In yeah, it. it's. I mean, it's a He-Man ripoff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is absolutely a He-Man ripoff. Totally. Uh, so so yeah, it's it's uh, if you have any nostalgia for for that type of thing, but you know for whatever reason don't want to actually read about He-Man or yeah, Skeletor. Yeah. You want to be cool, you like, like, yeah. The cool, the cool kids read their power male fantasies right. in the form of Defenders of the Planets. Or yeah, if maybe you actually had the toys because it's based on a actual toy line from the early eighties called Defenders of the Planets, right. um, which did not have a comic or a cartoon or even a copyright apparently. Right. But um, or a second wave of toys. Or a second wave of toys. Or yeah. <laughs> or information on the back of the cards of the figures. It's just like brown cardboard on the back it of their packaging. Is I mean, they it's like are dollar store toys, right? Yeah. They're 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 the molds of He-Man figures, right? With like slightly different heads. Yeah, different. I mean, yeah, I mean, some of it's a little different, but I mean, man, those waists and like the belts and the waist. Oh, yeah. right, that's like, yeah, that is He-Man <clears> for sure. <throat> but the legs are slightly different because they have some weird. Like I tried to mimic them in some of the drawings. They have some weird lines that are supposed to represent muscles and things and yeah. like they don't make sense but i i drew them anyway because i was like well maybe these guys are aliens and they have these weird lines and they're sure like, yeah. yeah but yeah it was it was really fun like it was um it was it was hard for me to do honestly it was like a well, lot it took, a long it, took a, it took me like almost two years probably right. to draw this single issue and to be fair you had some personal issues that oh yeah in between yeah. oh yeah there was more than one time where months went by and i didn't even think about Right. touching this comic but um but yeah it's finally done and i'm really proud of it because it is so different and it was like kind of a challenge to do something like that but i am going to say before i draw number two i'm going to draw something back to my wheelhouse sure. where it's just like cartoony and weird and right. dumb and yeah. dirty jokes i mean this is you know it's still your style mm-hmm. like i clearly recognize it as you know yeah jason drew this 
but like it is just yeah, like you don't usually draw muscle bound people yeah. unless like you're making fun of it. Right, yeah. <laughs> and like I kinda had to like look at people with muscles to like figure out how to draw muscles because I've never committed to try to learn that. Like I've right. I have some, you know, uh jackham anatomy books, but I've never really like I don't care to know how to draw muscles because I just don't want to draw that. Right, right. But but it was kind of a necessary thing for this book. So sure. yeah, it was it was interesting. And I gotta say, I really appreciate you drawing the variant cover because it looks awesome. Thank you. And people uh, should come to Mavericks and buy it. I, I mostly enjoyed drawing that. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of uh, supply issues when I was drawing it. Like, just pens not working. Or, like, because I started out, like, doing it, like, penciling part was great. Like, man, I breezed through that, right, like, right. nothing. Uh, like, once I figured out what I was, I was drawing, you know, and then, like, you know, because my process on it was probably the most process I've ever put into anything. Like, I came up with a color scheme before I even drew a single line. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, and then tried to figure out, like, you know, you know, I definitely, like, you know, wanted to lay it out, like, in a very specific manner. Uh, and so, like, once I penciled it, and, like, I even, like, hand-drew the logo, which, you know me, I hate you don't, Yeah, you don't usually do that. Uh, but, uh, also because I didn't want to recreate your hand-drawn logo for the book. Right. Because that looked like a pain in the ass, and, uh... And that was, in itself, was a recreation of the logo from the old toys, right, Sparkle yeah, Toys. Yeah. So. Uh... But, yeah, once I penciled it, it was great. But then, like, I started inking it, and it started out pretty great. And I, I had my, my brush pen that I was using, and, and then it was going fantastically. And then, like, it ran out of ink. And I had to switch pens. And Jesus Christ, I could not control it. <laughs> I was so wanted to give up on it so many different times. Oh, and, like, I can tell the points where... It changed. It totally. changed. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I, that's how it is, though. When you create something, you can see all these little things. Yeah, and I'm so glad you didn't give up on it because, it, yeah, seriously, it's it's awesome. I didn't have to color it twice because uh, even though I had like the base colors all picked out, like once I started getting into like details and highlights and stuff, like I did not like the way that it had turned out the first time. Right. So I had to completely start over on it again. Aren't those characters the villains are so much fun to draw? Oh, absolutely. They have, like they're they're all different from each other, <clears throat> but they all have like weird, unique things about their uh, design. And it's they're monsters. Yeah, and it's just so much more fun and easy to draw monsters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It totally is. Yeah, I mean, like my least favorite character of the entire series to draw is definitely Orion. Right. He's, um, he's yeah. the He-Man of right. the character. The character, and he is. Just basically a dude. Yeah, he's just a dude with some hair. Right. You know, yeah. uh, I, like, I love strong arm. He's like, kind of the, kind of like the man at arms. Right. Or, or no, I guess weapon masters. Weapon I mean, master. you know. but he, uh, he's kind of like, I don't know who he would be in He Man, because he's the older, uh, kind of, sort of more grizzled guy. Uh, Ram Man, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Because he's kind of like the wise guy, and Ram Man was not the wise guy. Right. Yeah. But, but he's got, like this great giant metal arm and this weird helmet with a mechanical eye, and he's so much fun to draw. He's right. he's like to me, he's more fun to draw than any of the monsters. Even yeah, I, just, right, I just love that guy. And then the weapon masters, he's got a uh, crazy like juggernaut like helmet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's fun to draw too. I mean, not as fun as Strong, but anything is better than a white guy with hair. Right. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just so boring to draw. Yeah, no, I get it. So I think I might kill him off. Uh, Matt doesn't know this, but. At the beginning of the next issue, they're going to be like, oh my god, what happened to Orion? I'm like, diabetic coma. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you need to go so far as to kill him off. You can horribly maim him. Oh, yeah. Just have then, like a hot poker ran through his face. Right, and, yeah. And then uh, he'll have to get like some sort of uh, fix oh, for Oh, yeah. You can draw whatever the fuck you want. He has, like, that point. he has like three different faces that swivel around like <laughs> many faces. <laughs> I'll call them lots of faces. <laughs> With like a little hyphen, right? Yeah. 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 That would be great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I think the book looks great, and then people should definitely check it out. If you if you like fun, 
Yeah. Yeah. And we know you do, or you would not be here. Exactly. <laughs> 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 and it is cool. It's going to be a three-issue miniseries eventually. Yeah. Maybe in less time than it takes for all four issues of Loose Ends to hit the stand. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess uh, I guess I should pick a comic. I've had a couple different ones in mind, but I'm not going to choose either of those. Okay, what? Because we had a conversation that made me start thinking a lot about football. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should read Super Bro from Marvel Comics. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now hold on. Cause I hate football. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, me too. Uh, but but uh, we... we because cause you had actually mentioned this to me like a week ago. Yeah. That, that you, you picked up all six issues? I, I think there's actually more than that, but that's what I have is okay. the first six, yeah. So, so six issues of NFL Super Pro. And you're like, I'm going to pick up for Gunner Trash. And I was like, yeah, great, awesome. And they're like, probably for like, you know, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm down, you know. And part of me was like, well, are we going to wait a whole year? Yeah, that's six months. You know, months? I was yeah. thinking that. After you left, I was looking at it and I was like, man, that's a long time away. That's right. January. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, like, yeah, you, you were, like, before we came back from the break, you were just like, yeah, yeah I got two books in mind. Oh, know. yeah. And neither one of them were super bad. Nope. Okay. Yeah, but all we right. just happened to start talking about football. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> well, guess what? Vita. Uh, no. no, I am uh, I am super down for Super Pro. Well, you're a real pro for not vetoing it. <laughs> for a second, I thought you were going to pick Southern Bastards when you said football. Oh, yeah, I yeah. guess that one is kind of football related yeah. too. But we just had the Jason that toy, right? right so. yeah. Or I thought maybe you were going to wait until uh, Blood Bowl, Blood and Guts finishes. Yeah. Or whatever. Is that, it is. That's based on a video game, isn't it? I or something? have no idea. Somebody actually. Called about that. No, it was another. It was another comic shop. Uh, asked us if we had it because they didn't get it, yeah. and somebody was asking them for it. And they didn't want to wait two weeks for Diamond to get it to them. Right. But I was like, no, we didn't order that. <laughs> Blood Bowl. It's funny. Um, speaking of football, though, we did just recently get in a card set in Mavericks based on it's the football cards of the players from the Warriors of Plasm comic. But I guess David Lapham did. David Lapham drew cards of the football players in the Warriors of Plasma comic universe. It's called, and it's called like something. It's not Blood Bowl, but it's something like that, like Brawl, Blood of Brawl of Blood, or I don't know. <laughs> so we have that at, at the store. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so okay, hold on. So okay, so back in the nineties, there was a comic called Warriors of Plasma. Yeah. And I think I remember there being, like, a card set that was also a comic. Yeah, it was, like, issue zero. Yeah. Okay. And so he drew the characters from Warriors of Plasm as football players? Uh, I think I think there's, in in Plasm, there's, like, this sporting event happening that's kind of football-like. It's okay. like a it's like a weird alien version of football, right. and and like he didn't just now draw these; these are old. Oh well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he drew them back then, but apparently some company put out a set of the card. I mean, there's only like you know thirty cards or something, but but we got those in. And I was so tempted to buy them because I love his artwork on that series. Yeah. Um, but I haven't bought them. They're still sitting in the yeah. case. Uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so weird, like because. I think about David Lapham and, you know, Stray Bullets is, like, the number one thing that occurred oh, to me. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, he drew for, like, Valiant and Defiant yeah. before that. Yeah, right. And I was like, that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he drew a lot of stuff before that. He, I know he did something with the Matrix comic. I guess that was after that. Oh, yeah. Some Batman stuff. And well, I know he's written a lot of mainstream stuff here and there. Like yeah, Punisher. You know, the only thing I've really thought was, like, great that he ever did with Stray Bullets, and even that, like when I revisited it, you know, like ten years later, I didn't like it nearly as much as I remembered liking it, really? but, um, but I remember that, that was always my favorite crime comic that I ever read. Same here, like, I liked it tons more than, like, Sin City, which is probably, like, it's 
Yeah. Like, main, you know, sort of, not competitor, but like, right. you know, comp- comparable? Yeah. It's peer. It's peer. It's peer. There yeah. we go. But, I speak words. <laughs> well, well, I mean, Sin City is so, like, like every, you know, like almost every page could just be a poster. Oh, yeah, but like, yeah. like, like the cool thing about Stray Bullets is every page was like this uniform, uh, it almost looked like a movie screen panel layout. Yeah. Um, and I respected that he could, he could tell that story that way. And, yeah. I mean, like, to me, that's like more methodical even than, oh, yeah. like, Sin City is beautiful to look at nine times out of, or seven times out of ten. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're, yeah, they're both interesting, unique takes on the crime genre. Yeah, he's done like, what, 70 of those now at this point? Stray Bullets? Or? Yeah. Like, know. the original series was, like, 40 issues, yeah. and then there's, like, a couple That's new true. series, and then the new series, yeah, which I think is on, like, issue 25 or something like that. Didn't he, did he draw the Rye? That we, we read the Valiant Rye book, didn't he draw that, too? Maybe? So. Or some well, maybe, of it? Maybe yeah, drew like, some of it, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, I know he, he did work for Valiant, and he yeah. was starting. So. And Harbinger, I think he did that one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he, he's really, really good. Yeah. But he did not do Super Pro. No, he did not. Two well, guys whose names we, know we have no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah it could have been him. Who knows? <laughs> I have no idea who. I never saw the credits on Super Pro. <laughs> but that's what we're gonna read. NFL Super Pro. So yeah, it's a like early '90s Marvel comic. Oh yeah, '91 like for sure. '90 yeah. '91. Yeah. So uh, dust off your copies and read along with us, kids. Yeah. Uh, I am. Probably gonna go ahead and make this guarantee. We are the only comic book review podcast that will be ever reviewing NFL Super Pro. Unless there's like a football comics re- <laughs> review podcast somewhere in the <laughs> very narrow Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Good night. Yeah, Super Pro, man. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Gutter Trash.